zombies have taken over the world, and the world needs heroes. Hi folks, Timothy Harvey. The Outbreak Challenge, OutbreakChallenge.com, has become sponsor of Zompocalypse Now. Use your real-life steps and exercise to run from and battle the zombies on an interactive fitness adventure in the apocalyptic wasteland. You can do this alone, you can do it with your friends, see who survives. They have 17 different races and challenges to choose from. All of them have unique stories and themes. If you survive the challenge, they'll send you a real-life medal. Now, this thing will easily pair with your Fitbit, your Apple Watch, other smart wearables. It is definitely a fun way to stay in shape or get back in shape after the last couple of years. We could probably all use some help with that. Now, if you want to try the Outbreak Challenge for yourself, you can save 15% off by going to their website, OutbreakChallenge.com, pick the race you want, and enter in the code ZOMBIERUN to save 15% off. That's our coupon code, ZOMBIERUN you get as listeners of the show to take advantage of the outbreak challenge try this out for yourself see if it works for you thanks so much folks and now let's get into our episode do you fear the zombie uprising are you prepared to survive what's coming if you listen very carefully you might just make it out alive this is Apocalypse Now. Well, I wish I could remember the name of this damn show. This show? This very show? The show we are doing right this moment? Yeah, what is this show? Well, Curtis, this show, it may surprise you to learn, is called Zompocalypse Now. And, and I, who are you? I am Timothy Harvey. Ooh. And who are you? I'm Dustin. And, and I'm Curtis. <laughs> Hi, folks. Welcome to Zompocalypse Now, our little show about things undead, mostly about the Walking Dead universe. And we are coming up to the tail. We're at the very tail end of the second part of the final season. Yes, the second, the second 17 episodes of part two of seven of the seven, the final season 10, which will last until 2035, we'll be watching forever in perpetuity, the, the last season of The Walking Dead. And it's infinite spinoffs. Three is, is uh, 70, 79. 36 divided by seven. <laughs> I I hate, I hate, I just hate when characters are introduced and you're like, motherfucker, that I they they're bed she better be announced cast in the in the spin-off show. <laughs> the that casting needs to be announced today. Like, well, I need to go and find it. Was was she cast as announced cast? Because Oh, we'll get to it, and I'm going to be mad. I've got to go let the dog out. I'll be right back, and we can start talking about shit. <laughs> I don't know why you do this every time I get on the show. Come here. Dustin left his chair. Where'd he go? He went to take out the dog. Oh, oh. Go. Go. This is why I don't have a dog, a cat. For Cat all I care, dog, stupid, codependent. Amazing the zombie dog, everybody. She has, she decides 
as soon as I get on this show every single week, she's like, I'd like to go outside seven times, please. Mm-hmm. Like every single time. Sure, sure. <sighs> so what we so were this, talking about. So this episode is called The Rotten Core. Ugh. What? I don't get it. I get it. It's, it's dumb. Are we are we talking about that rich asshole? He's like, yeah. Well, no. It's just the corruption in the center of the Commonwealth is oh, oh, these oh. horrible, like you know, corrupt. I bet Lance Lance is like the brother or the cousin or something. It's a family. The lady governor and and uh, and her dumbass son, and then Lance, the worst. They're all just the worst, and they're the you know. They're creating this society that's already broken. They're trying to create a broken society again, and it's just brokener. And so it just, it's not even a clever metaphor. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, think I'm, I, go ahead. I'd, I'd like to see uh, them have a prison system where people get time in the box. If they, you know, yeah. And they well, break, Negan, break Negan the rules that get time in the box. Negan gave us the the little closet he would lock people in. So how many how many stories have we got this week? We've got Norman. Three. I think there's three. We've got our. If we folks. if we busted into locations, mm-hmm. really there's yeah. two. So stuff taking so, place in the Commonwealth and stuff taking place at the apartment complex. They're all just a com- yeah Commonwealth adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Let's do let's do let's do Daryl and and Rosita first because I think theirs is the easier one. Yeah, it's a jam packed episode, folks. So buckle up. So Daryl and Rosita are now police officers, and uh, so Daryl goes into the bullpen looking like Daryl. And again, just looking around this bullpen, everybody's got their hair all like pulled back, at least pulled back. There's no way that some sergeant has not got on Daryl's ass about the just Dixon, Dixon, you got to at least wash it. (laughs) You've been here long enough to go through basic Dixon. Take a shower, Dixon. Rosina, she showers. We gave you a comb and we expect you to use it. Who are? For exactly like there, there's no way they're recre- trying to recreate old time, old timey, you know, the world again. And they're just going to let Daryl Dixon have the nastiest, nappiest ass mane <laughs> in the whole police force. They're just it's no way. Do you, do the, you remember do you remember the first part of uh, of Monty Python and the Holy Grail where where it's like a it's like a little black and white show and it's in. <laughs> toothpaste salesman or something and bream is the thing yeah. and then and then and then it all's just like fuck it well anyway that little portion i think about that every time i see the commonwealth like the main street and everybody goofing around yeah. it's like this idea like <laughs> but uh but we just can't have that no right. no so uh, so they get the everybody gets their their daily assignments and then what is his name trevor or sebastian or something just awful the kid comes in and he is like he tells he's like bragging about his aptitude with zombie murder and we all know he's just an idiot and 
So he's like, Daryl saw me kill a zombie, which nobody believes that for a second. And so Daryl's like, oh, yeah, you're great. And people kind of laugh. But then uh, Daryl and Rosita get reassigned to go with the little idiot on a basically suicide mission to try and get money. And again, the society is using the old school money from the back times. Are you kidding me with The Walking Dead? There's no way that Governor, Lady Governor, does not have like photocopied currency with her face on it. There's no way. It's more Wait. cost efficient to go with the old money. It's, 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 we already have it around. Lance is on the one dollar bill now. Yeah. Well, means- Sebastian, Sebastian's been cut off. Mom has been like, you know, you're a brat. You can't have no more allowance. And but how's he gonna how's he gonna impress all the all those women that he's always trying to impress if you don't have money to throw at him at him because Jesus he's the wor- he's just the dumbest asshole. But you know, like there are, there are women who are like, yeah, he's you know, yes, he's you know a Republican and he you know doesn't believe in women's rights and he doesn't think I should be allowed to vote. But eh, we don't talk about that sort of stuff. No, it's hard hard for me to voice an opinion when he's constantly shoving his cock in my throat. He's that's who this guy is. Yeah, he's pretty. uh, I mean, and the thing is, we all know these people exist, but am I? I can't be the only one who thinks he's almost like cartoonishly ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know. I want I want that to be real. I want there to be people. He reminds like that, me very, very much of people that I have met in life. Very, very much. Like uncaricaturish of people I know. I know. I used to know a really super rich guy and he was really nice. Oh, I know I know rich people that are really nice. It's nothing about, you know, it's not a it is not a socioeconomic thing. It's about your the way you were brought up and and your ability to, you know, have you know, good manners and good breeding, uh wh- whether you're rich yeah. or not. Well, re- yeah, recent, that's true. Recent events in my life like like turning 50 and then and then going to a funeral for a friend who wasn't that much older than me make me realize that it's it's a good idea to live your life in a way where people will go to your funeral and mm-hmm. say nice things about you. Now, there's a dude that lives across the strip, street from me. He's just richer than written. He's just he's loaded. He's like the richest farmer in this whole area, right? He's a rich bitch. Not one person is going to give a shit when he dies. It's it's sad. Sad to see. I mean, you know, every time I drive by his place, I go, God, he's elderly, he's bedridden, and no one comes to visit. Mm. I hope it was worth it. And that's what I say about this kid. In the moments before Daryl, I don't know, drives a truck into him or something. (laughs) I hope he wonders, was it all worth it? Right. (laughs) It's just so hard. It's so hard to be a Walking Dead fan when it's like, oh, oh, this again, again. (laughs) Just when you're like, you know, oh, right. You know. 
we're gonna have to burn like the look on Carol's face at the end of this episode. It's like we're gonna have to burn it all down again. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Daryl uh, and and Rosita are conscript, conscripted to go into this house that has been abandoned uh but there's a safe room with money in it and little timmy or sebastian or whatever the fuck his name is he wants sebastian so uh so they have no choice either they go or they don't go back to the goblin world oh Uh, there's a whole lot of there's a there's a i'm not threatening your children no no i'm just threatening your children right it's and and daryl like really does just kind of like lunge up at him and be like go ahead and say that shit again uh and the other two uh guards with him are like we'll kill you and Rosita's like not before he kills him and i get one of you like- the way the way he grabs the way he grabs that little shit when he starts talking about their kids you know uh-huh. he grabs he, he crosses his hand and he has his knife up by his throat like that you know mm-hmm. that is an actual military move um, which is really neat because I, I watched a, a training video from the 1940s for the for hand-to-hand combat. And that was one of the things they suggested was effective, not when battling zombies or rich shits, but you know, they called them they they called the, the their enemy a rude word, but you know mm. that's yes. what they want. Is they because that's a really good way to oh, it's so good. And, and it works, apparently. But, you know, it becomes this sort of like, fine, we're going to do this for you uh, because uh, apparently I don't understand the way the mafia works. And this is going to be it. This is the only ridiculous bullshit I'm going to do for you. So, right. Right. Daryl, who comes from a family of criminals. Right. <laughs> I can't with the way that this show thinks it's getting one over on us. <laughs> we, like, like we don't, like we don't know where we're going, you know. And so it's just, you mean it's you, just you, exhausting. It's you, exhausting, Tim. You don't feel like they're adequately giving us any sense of real tension because we know that. At some point, this little needle dick is going to get stomped on like a narc at a biker rally. I know. Daryl's going to be the one doing it. Oh, they're not done ramping up his evil, though. He's going to end up killing one of the people we like, and then it's going to be on like Donkey Kong. Like Rosita. He's going to kill Rosita. Uh, Well, you know, she is, she is like, like, way past her comic book expiration date, Rosita. Uh, <laughs> she, Rosita died in the Whisperer War. She was one of the people with her head on a spike. Mm. But um, apparently somebody's got a good agent. She tests well. I'm not worried about her. If he, come, if he comes for her, she's going to kill him so dead. Right. <laughs> but it's just, no, it's going to be, it's going to be some sort of like ridiculous blowhardy accident it's not going to be like i showed up and killed rosita because i outsmarted her or or was a better fighter than her it's going to be like he is showing off some bullshit and she's trying to get him to stop and she's going to get shot or stabbed or something Mm -hmm. 
or eaten or bitten, bitten right on the dumb old face, because that's what happens to Andrea. No, uh, Andrea scratched on the neck. So we've got we got to have somebody get that wound that like, oh, shit, we made it out and everything's fine. Oopsie, not really. So anyway, uh, Rosita and Daryl go in to this house. They get stinky and weave their way right in there. Right. And and inside there is a woman like they find all these signs that like there's fresh blood and there's walkers who are not that old and like they're like something like's going on. But then when they get to the safe house door, there's a woman trapped inside and she says they sent a group. I, I was the last group they sent in was me and 12 other civilians to try and do this. Mm. And we were. I happened to be in here when the last two people that survived with me, like turned on each other and then the electricity went off and I've been trapped in here for a fill in the blank amount of days. And they're like, Oh shit. Like if they, if they'd have been like, fine, fuck off kid and walked off that girl would have starved to death in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, this is not, that is not the Daryl Dixon or the Rosita way. No, it's not. And so they get the electricity on. Daryl has to kill some walkers. They get the electricity on uh, and they're about to get, they have to get the money and get the girl and get out. Uh, but apparently walkers start getting in and things get very, very tense until who should show up to save them. But uh, Carol and uh, m- 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 Thirst, Thurston. No, Merth. Um, uh, Mercer. Mercer. Yes. Uh, Carolyn Murfer. They show <laughs> up. <laughs> that is bad. I'm sorry. They show up and, uh, and Daryl's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, when you didn't show up for lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really, really funny. Uh, and so they're like, all right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, and they're like, we'll all get all gooped up. And uh, and then they say, oh, lady, lady that's been trapped in here for uh, fill in the blank amount of days. Uh, you're not gooped up enough here. Put on our heavy, bulky armor. And she's like, are you sure that I'm I'm not just a day player? That's, that's gonna this be... will make you safe. <laughs> this will make you safe. Yes. And she's like, are you sure that I'm not, you know, just cannon fodder so that somebody important doesn't have to die on this dumb mission? And they're like, of course, you're not cannon fodder. So someone important doesn't have to die on this dumb mission. Oh, no, no. You'll be able to turn this into a convention appearance career. <laughs> right. Sure. Of course. And so they walk out and she is immediately overcome and eaten by zombies. Well, like, in fairness to her, immediately, in fairness to her, <laughs> she gets one of the straps for her arm guards caught on a zombie. And right. instead of, instead of going, Oh dear, I've gotten this arm strap trapped on the zombie. And I don't know, removing the arm strap from the zombie slowly. She panics a bit. Well, Okay. She's surrounded by the undead, so, you know. But yeah, she then becomes zombie lunch because they try and save her. And in an amazingly short amount of time when they clear the room, her guts are already outside her body. Yeah. She's just been ripped apart. She was cast to die. That's that's all she is. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. It's amazing how strong and how great biters they are, especially when they're 
head is made out of corn puffs. Right. Because, of course, Rosita gets the sad duty of 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 stopping her from becoming a walker by stabbing her with a knife through the front of the forehead, which is like on, on our human skulls, one of the hardest parts of the body. Well, yeah, I'm going to say second hardest, you know. Oh. But not uh, in the universe uh, of The Walking Dead. Right. There's this show that me and Jamila have been watching called Is It Cake? It's on Netflix. And what they do I is... I thought you were supposed to not watch that show because it was stupid and sucked. It is, <laughs> it is stupid and it sucks, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, so it's called Is It Cake? And what they do is they have cake artists build a cake that looks like a not cake. And then guest judges have to figure out is it cake? And uh, that's kind of sometimes how I... it's cake. Sometimes <laughs> it's not cake. Right, the cake is a lie, folks. Yes. We all know the cake is a lie. But that is reminded me of is it cake when she just walked over there and it's like it's like it's cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously cake. <laughs> that is great. Oh. I love it. <laughs> so, so you That's know, always going to be in my head every single time. Now it's cake. It's cake. So, so they they go back to the Commonwealth, and uh, uh, Mercer murders those dudes who are waiting for them. Just pops them. Right in the dumb old head. Oh, they are being just the most. We can do whatever we want. We've got. We were governors. We were for the for that dude, that total douche. So we get to be douches. He's like, we don't answer to you. And and Mercer's like, hmm, right. (laughs) Yes. Well, I guess you don't matter. Plat (laughs) plat. You don't answer to anybody anymore. Right. And so then Sebastian shows up at the at the Mercer's going to shirt you in the herd at the place. And uh, he's like, hey, you got the money. Excellent. Here's your cut. What did you think I wasn't going to pay you? Hardy, hardy, har. OK, our next mission, I'll come back for it. It'll be even douchier and dumber. And and Daryl and Rosita are just sitting there like, oh, God. What are we going to do now? We're going to have to burn the place to the ground again. <laughs> and so then Carol, because now she's got unfettered access to Lance because she's proved herself to be some sort of like, I like that. I like that. Uh, Carol ingratiated herself with Lance on the things that she is good at in the apocalypse. She can get things done. He doesn't know that she's a mur- like going to murder the fuck out of him. But, you know, the fact that she can kind of get in and get out of places uh, are what he saw about her that he likes. Of course, that's exactly what's going to come and bite him in the ass. Right. Because he thinks she's a mercenary and what she is is a pirate. Yeah, she is. So, so he, she walks in and he's like, hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, I had to help some friends get out of a jam. Did you know that uh, your, your dumb probably nephew is uh, sending people in to raid houses for money? And he's like, oh, darn. But did they get the money? 
And she's like, okay. Yeah, they did. It's all great. It's all good. And she, he's like, see, that's why I liked you, Carol. You're, uh, you know, you, you see the big picture. And she's like, yeah, I totally see the big picture. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's like, see, I'm glad we're friends. And she's like, yep, I totally understand where you're coming from. And <laughs> then she turns around to leave. And <laughs> her face just falls into that God, another one. Look. <laughs> List of people I have to kill this week. Right. <laughs> oh my yeah, god. That little, <laughs> that little rich kid though, he's one of my favorite characters because I absolutely hate him the most. And I appreciate that that the the show can still do that for me. Yeah. I I you know that's that you're right, Curtis. We should, you know, give them credit for that because they are writing characters that we're just like, I cannot wait for this. <laughs> like, you know. Well, and again, and in fairness to the actors, these are the roles they've been given. And and they're doing a really fantastic job of playing just reprehensible human beings. I mean, because because on and in the case of Lance, he's a guy who's trying to build a power base. He's trying to control he's trying to give himself power this is a thing that we understand and for all the fact that he's smarmy as fuck he's really good at what he does overall i mean he's managed to accomplish quite a bit and he's you know that scene it's still that scene with him and eugene is just mm -hmm. i am an effective villain Bye. Um, <laughs> and Sebastian is just a smarmy, privileged little rich right. punk. And they don't like, they are so underestimating the people. Like that, you know, that goes back, that goes into our next story because he so underestimates, like, you know, what the people that he is dealing with because he goes in to the, the he sends Aaron and Gabriel on the mission to take out the apartment complex people because why does he say what does he say they'll fall in line everyone falls in line and it's like he just does not understand the group that he has come across yet well i think that i think that we we end up with this they have they have been operating from such a position of power for so long and they, you know, they come in strong. They've got soldiers with guns. Mm -hmm. And we've got civilization over here. And it's it's tempting or it's threatening in the right ways. But they have not encountered, apparently, the, you know, this group of people from our Walking Dead cast who have been, who have seen this before. Different world, scale, world champ and apocalypians, mm -hmm. but I mean, not not at the scale, obviously. But you know, you've had you've had the the um, oasis of Herschel's farm. Mm -hmm. You've had the walls of the prison. You've had the governor's. You know that that was a town. It was a fully functioning, mm -hmm. real settlement. Then you've got Alexandria and you've got Hilltop. You've, so we've seen all these little places where little, little societies have been built and some sort of normalcy has been applied. 
and this is a bigger scale with more guns. But we've watched these folks go through every one of these societies and go, it's a terrible shame that it's either run by a psychopath or it's fundamentally unsound or the people inside have convinced themselves uh, that the world isn't the way the world is or they're the fine young cannibals or, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah, they, ha- they have brought people. It drives into- me crazy. They have brought people into their midst who are looking at this and going, same day, same bullshit is what this is. Mm-hmm. We've definitely accused them of that. Right. Rightfully so. So, well, I mean, that pretty much wraps up the, the Daryl and Carol show. Right. And now, so while, Lance, while Lance is in his office, though, he's he's trying to reach the people back at the apartment complex. Right. Because and, and Carol does not know that. Yeah, and I kept waiting. I kept waiting for somebody to answer that. Mm-hmm. Like you now, know? I got a machine gun. You PKA, motherfucker. <laughs> pretty much. Like, <laughs> I pretty much expected Maggie to go. Hi, Lance. How are you, you prick? What's no, his came out. What's his butt came over, and I gave him some of our grass clippings tea, and we just sat down and had a little talk. So I thought I'd call you and tell you he's dead now. He's dead. <laughs> Oops, the diddles. Stabity, stab, stab, stab. Uh, right. Well, but his his I think is is we can't say zombie kill of the week. Some of the zombie kills were very good, but but his death was definitely fun. Uh, so everybody is is as in, in, infiltrated the apartment complex. The soldiers are going around killing way more than forty people, and uh, then Negan has a bunch of people stowed away, hidden. And Maggie and, and Aaron are uh, trying to get in to help. And uh, they come across that lady that was with Negan. And, you know, they have a little tiny mini Mexican standoff until uh, Negan shows up. And the look on everybody's face is like, Negan? And they're like, how do you know this lady? And she's like, I'm his wife. And it's like, since fucking when? <laughs> He's been gone for two and a half weeks. This whole time period is supposed to be taking place within six months and it just made it probably hasn't angry. even been like four right and then my other i'm, I'm sorry might- the, the the fact that the fact that you are actually concerned with the timeline of the walking dead i know i'm sorry but it just is one of those things that irritates me uh another thing that irritates me is uh that uh, they are now introducing a wife for Negan and uh, they're going to be like hey he, he's got a wife he's going to go on the Maggie show him the, the Maggie show Maggie and Negan show but we're going to introduce this wife so we can murder the hell out of her and well we got we got that and we also have little Herschel Yes. Because Maggie's not going to, the Maggie and Negan show is not going to drag the kid along. That's right. just not going to, I don't, I don't see that happening. So we got to get rid of the wife and, oh, well, no, here's how you solve that. The wife keeps an eye on Herschel while Maggie and Negan go off on the New York mission, whatever that is. Or she dies. I mean, or she dies. I mean, that's, yeah. no, she's, they're gonna... she's a smart, she's a smart, intelligent black woman on the Walking Dead show. 
Sure. The, the target couldn't be any larger. Yeah, she's right. got a very, very large target painted on her. It just irritates me, that sort of thing. Uh, so anyway. Not a goddamn thing about her character that's going to surprise us in any way whatsoever. Right. Unless she lives, which is which would be fine. I, I, think, fine. I think she's... You know, she's doing a, she's doing a great job. I, I actually like the so everybody's reactions to Negan are like oh, what Aaron's like. It makes perfect sense. You'd be here with these people. And Negan's like, you don't know what they're talking about. And he's like, we saw the skulls in the office. And he's like, yeah, have you met this world that we live in? Mm. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ, wasn't that long ago. Dude had heads in, a, in, in aquariums. That's been nine years. Yeah. <laughs> so Nothing. it's just like, I mean, everyone, and Negan's like, okay, guys, whatever. Just do we have time for everyone looking at me and going, you suck, Negan? It's like, well, there are other people in the building who are. Yeah. <laughs> we have more presence. Except for Lydia. Concerns. Lydia's mad that he left without telling her, without saying goodbye. Yeah. And everybody else is just like, fuck, it's you. Yeah. It's <laughs> almost like, like you're contractually obligated to. To to be in a certain number of instances in our lives, <laughs> Negan's like whatever. Just can we can we table this discussion for a later time? Uh, and- so they do, and then Maggie is sent off with Wifey to uh, to get to know each other and uh, and have the moment the talk of uh, Do you know the man you're with? Yes, I do know the man that I'm with. Wait, I'm I should be doing those lines. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you know the man you're with? Yes, I do know who he is. I'm sorry, she doesn't talk like that. No. But yes, I do know who he is, and I rather like him anyway. Do you know what he did to me? I did some shit, too. Well, how can you be there, standing there and forgive him and going to have his baby? Have you seen his penis? <laughs> <laughs> And (laughs) on the the other hand, she raises a very good point. And it's something that that Maggie actually knows. And that is, this is a world where everyone has done terrible things. Mm -hmm. And yes, Negan is a monster. We've had this conversation before. Negan is a monster. He's the useful monster. And he... He does what he does. Just does what he does. And the fact that he would found someone who cares about him and he has a chance to start over in a different life with these people. Probably feels like the before times to him. Well, yeah. I love like that. I mean, there's there's something to that. And and considering, you know, he he doesn't have the baggage with these people. Mm-hmm. And even though he's told them what he's done. They said, yeah, we've we've done terrible things, too. Okay, let's all try and be better people. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. I I am actually more pleased with this idea of a Negan redemption arc that he goes off somewhere else and And becomes and becomes someone else or become or, or tries to be better than having that happen within our main community people. It feels like it could be a thing that could happen if he goes somewhere else. Mm. And so the, con- the the confrontations that he has, I think, don't feel as forced as they could have felt if they had suddenly had been like, and six months later, Negan, still in the community, mm-hmm. bumps into Maggie at the convenience oh, hey, store. That? And it's like, oh, hey, 
hi, let's go for coffee or something. You know, I mean, it, it, it feels more it feels more organic to the story. Yeah. His, so, his awkward introduction is about to happen, though. <laughs> why do we still have children in this post-apocalyptic world <laughs> who are acting like they've never been in a post-apocalypse before in their whole lives? Because uh, fucking Herschel uh, sneaks into the truck and goes on his mission with mommy and becomes a little side quest for Negan. Because he ends up having to save him from some troopers, and then he has to talk to him about how he killed his daddy. Oh, it's just, just the worst. <laughs> he even does the he even does the uh, the thing that the bride did in Kill Bill. If you're still sore about this in ten years, come find me. Well, That's I- totally the bride scene. Yep. Oh, I completely believe that Negan saw the movie. I mean that that, that would actually that would actually make got, perfect sense that he would got sit there. Quentin Tarantino, but the, but nobody's ever heard of George Romero. Wow. George Romero became an accountant. <laughs> Tom Savini became a sanitation worker. Yeah. What a sad, what a sad world they live in. I feel bad for them. Anywho's, anywho's <laughs> in. So um so uh, everything comes out great. Uh, the gang gets all together and they make a plan to trick uh to trick the soldiers up onto the roof that they've been throwing people off of. And when they get up there, uh, they they uh, um, hoodwink them, and they get uh, they kill the two soldiers with the main guy, with the youth pastor guy. And he's like, "Come on, you guys! Things might have gotten a little out of hand, but I'm <laughs> just playing." You know, he actually uses those words too. It's like, okay, okay. So some things got out of hand. It's like, okay, no. (laughs) And so at that point, Aaron just like shoots him. Shoots him like three or four times and he falls off the roof. Oh, and he he doesn't just shoot him. He shoots him center mass in the body armor. So those bullets aren't what, what, you know, the the force of the bullets knock him off the roof. Right. But he's not shot as much as he's fallen off a roof and... Broken broken. on the ground. Yes, and who should happen decide to re to decide to reanimate right when he falls? All those people that he killed. Poetic (laughs) justice ensues. Yes, and so he gets zombie kill of the week. I think, even though he did not kill any zombies, but was killed by zombies. Because I very much enjoyed watching him have all those zombies crawl up on him, and and you know, although he was like, I wish. I mean, it's obvious that they know that they were sent out on this mission uh, in in bad faith. But I wish that they could have gotten him to like confirm, like, yes, Lance sent me on this. This was what we were supposed to be doing. Lance sent me on this mission before they pushed him off the roof. But you know, they know. They know. They know. Yeah, it's now Maggie's not going to join ever. Right. Oh yeah. So so the, the number of people who wish to do Lance Ill um, include Maggie and Carol. <laughs> so he's gonna be a smear. 
he's just going to be, there's just going to be a blood smear on the ground and that's all that's going to be left of him. That's just it. <laughs> and Daryl, Daryl's going to kill the, the governor's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay. So Mercer might kill the governor's son. Mm, maybe he might. I think they're going to catch him sexually assaulting Rosita and then play with him a while. No, I don't think I don't I don't think they're going to do the sexual assault thing because he's got like because he's not yet shown any interest in Rosita mm. at all. If they were going to do something like that, I think that they would have would have given us a little hint of like, hey, cutie, he seems more interested in Daryl at this point. Yeah, he's really riding his jock, isn't he? Mm. Well, you know, Daryl's got that that luscious, greasy, horrid hair and, uh, and he so, really makes your hands soft. So yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I think it's the the to some degree it's another setup episode, right? Yeah. Because it's moving things into place, right? You've got you've got Negan with his new group and a plan, something something is gonna, you know, we have to do something about that, Maggie says, because they're gonna the the Commonwealth is gonna come back from these folks, right? Right. Um Lance isn't going to be able to let it slide. He's just not. And so Maggie's going to do something. They don't tell us what. Um, I'm guessing they'll probably take them back to Hillside. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Negan inside Hillside, I'm not, or Hilltop, I'm not, I'm sure that's not going to be awkward or anything. Um, but it's going to lead into our confrontation scene with Daryl. So we're moving things in that direction. And, and I feel like maybe they're trying to with because that's in the preview. Mm-hmm. And I think they're trying to uh, to get us to believe that maybe we're maybe there is a flip, you know, like because because uh, Maggie's like, how can you trust them? And Daryl's like, yeah, I need you to trust me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I feel like that's very much a telling like, you know, he's not there. He's not there on behalf of the Commonwealth. Not really. Right. Right. It's it's a, but of course we knew that. See, that's the thing that's so frustrating. We knew that. We knew that that was going to be the case, but they got me, they've got me just in a tizzy about like how I just. Well, there's no case to be made that Daryl has swallowed any Kool Aid here. Right. I'm sorry, flavor right. aid to be accurate. And not only that, but it's like they've given, you know, so why did they do that? Why did they try and convince us that that was going to happen? It's just like ugh. it's manufactured dramatic tension. It's just a thing that I know, and I hate it. You know what I don't yeah. hate? They are cleaning this white shag rug that they found, I guess, in a dumpster because it had maggots in it. You guys? Oh my god! You got to send me a link. It is black this rug it is black with maggots in it and they're cleaning it and it is starting to turn white and i am erect <laughs> and Not on really. that note it was a joke maggots cup, maggots and, and dustin's um kinks are color are conversations colors. we don't need to have on this show so should did we already we already talked about our wonderful sponsor i'm sure yeah, well, that was way before we probably uh, probably cut out a lot of that. I only give like 15 se- seconds before we get going. That's about what I 
cut into at. Okay. You know? But uh, and yeah, I'm sure um, some, we're all I, playing some... Outbreak Challenge, and so <laughs> don't forget to go to outbreakchallenge.com to get your uh, and use the code uh, Zombie Walk Zombie Run, right? Zombie yes. Run, yeah. <laughs> zombie Run, and you'll get fifteen percent off your first run of uh, your race. You get a medal at the end, so a real uh, medal that they send out of to your chair house. and sit back down and get on the computer and do that. Because we're having a good time with it. Yeah, know? I mean, it is so... a lot of fun. I didn't make my my step goal today, and I was actually disappointed. I was like, "Oh no!" Got to make it. When you have a team, you do this as a team, and you don't want to disappoint your team, right? Well, not only that, it makes it easier because, quite frankly, the motivation to do stuff sometimes it's good to have other people doing it with you so that they can help you with that motivation. So that's true. And hey, you know, we've got a sixty mile race to do this month. And it's not 60 miles total. It's each. So right. We're each going to walk 60 miles. The three of us don't get to combine our points or nothing. So you're going to do the work and you're going to enjoy it. So do that. And if, you, if you're, if you're smart like me and you carry your phone and your pedometer around with you all the time, you'll be surprised how many how many miles you walk or how, how much you walk during the day, even if you have a crappy sedentary uh day job like me where i sit at the desk all day oh can you just imagine what what our where we'd be right now if i was still in the the pathology courier business we'd be like <laughs> we we're done we we ran the race two days ago we're finished <laughs> <laughs> what was it we did the math and it was something like we walked something like 12 football fields a day so lots of stairs in there too so i was I was skinnier back in those days. Anyway, well, that's that's uh that's uh that's our report on that shit. Um, we'll let you know how we're doing. Right, right. All right, folks. Well, we hope that you have enjoyed joining us for this episode. And we, if you do enjoy listening to us ramble on about things undead, you can leave us a comment. You can leave us a rating, whatever the podcast hosting service of your choice. Give us a rating. Give us, you know, four stars, five stars. Great. That's fantastic. It helps people find the show, all the, the vaunted algorithm, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, it lets us know what you think. If you are, are you enjoying this final season of The Walking Dead? Are uh, you enjoying the Commonwealth storyline? Are you desperate to watch Lance die in a very, very, very bad way? Tell us. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter when we remember to actually do things with Facebook and Twitter. And uh, check out the Outbreak Challenge. Like I said, we're having a good time. And uh, we hope that you uh, do as well. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Tim. And again, folks, thanks so much for listening. We will see you on our next episode of Zompocalypse Now. Zompocalypse Now is produced and recorded by Timothy Harvey, Dustin Adair, and Curtis Smith for Just Some Guy Productions. All rights reserved. <laughs>